take a serious and targeted response. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. I'm the son of a good man. I'm the child of an angel. I'm the brother of a wild one. And I'm looking for direction. News analysis and opinion. It's the Elijah Har Show on 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. Is that all I'm good for? Just finished up an interview with Caroline Levitt, uh, Trump's national press secretary, as we talked about, President Trump and Joe Biden doing their, their competing photo ops at the border. Biden has to race down there after Trump once, uh, once he finds out the Donald's going down there. But hey, let's shift our focus from the border back to Missouri. Same thing we're focused on in the last interview. Saturday is caucuses. But what a lot of people don't know is a lot more goes into the caucus than just picking your presidential nominee. Joining us now on the show, Carrie Wells from freedomprincipalmo.org. Carrie, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me today. All right. So, a lot of people don't know this. They're going to show up on Saturday. They're going to be like, I'm here for Donald Trump. And they're going to find out, wait, a lot more goes into these caucus than just picking your president. Walk us through this process. Okay, so the big part of the day is going to be spent on looking at amendments to our state platform. The platform is available for input adjustment every four years at the state convention, and the process starts at the county March 2nd. So when they do this, you know, you walk in, everybody says, okay, the door's shut at, what, 10 a.m. What happens first? Does, does the, the voting on the president, does the, the discussion of the party platform, what, what part comes first? According to the agenda that's been set out, we're going to deal with the president first. We're going to do that. We're going to split up. Uh, we're going to select delegates to go to the state and the district conventions, and, and that's going to be a process. Um, but since President Trump is, you know, obviously the front runner, he's got it all wrapped up, that's going to be shorter than normal. Yeah, watch. We were talking about this. They rolled out their list of endorsements yesterday, and it's basically, you know, three-quarters of the people that are in office have, have already rallied around the president um, so once that process is over, then we switch over to the 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 uh, the the committee or the, um, the why am I losing my words the the state platform. Why is it so important on what's in the state platform? Several reasons, but you know what we find out in our state government. When I listen to your show and the other shows here, what, what goes on and on and on is the recurring theme that we have gridlock in our own party in Jeff City. And a lot of this is because who is influencing what's going on in Jeff City? And to be honest, it's not government by the people. And the platform is an opportunity for the voice to be heard of the constituents to give government by the people what matters to us and just not what matters to the uh, special interest or the lobbyists. You know, that is, and I think that's a, a problem I saw, especially from my years in the legislature, but I think it's, it's more distinct now is in states that have term limits, the power shifts to the bureaucrats and the lobbyists who are not limited by time. And while term limits are a good thing, I always say term limits would work far more effectively if you term limited the bureaucrats and the lobbyists. Yeah, Trump's drained the swamp. That was the biggest problem you ran into is these lifetime bureaucrats that never leave and and you can call them the deep state, call them whatever you want, but they prevent real meaningful change from taking place. And, and you see that over and over again. You see somebody who has a successful career in Jeff City, and they will almost devote 
four, eight years, whatever, to passing one part of legislation. It happens over and over again. Just like we're looking at IP reform. They said that's been going on for eight years. And supposedly we're right here at the finish line. Yeah. I, re- I remember I filed that bill. I think I filed it in maybe 2013 or 2014 um, based upon what Florida had just finished up doing. I was like, we, and it, it is, it's a conversation that's been around forever. There's always an impediment that comes up in, in, in the middle of it. But okay. When we're talking about the state platform, you've, you've got some ideas for the state platform. Give us some of the things that you'd love to see us institute. Sure. And, and one of this comes from like Alex Riley. He's, uh, he submitted, uh, legislation, uh, for protecting our religious liberty. Uh, but it has going nowhere. I mean, it has passed through the first committee, but it's not on the calendar and it's so simple. So we're saying, Hey, why don't we put this in the platform? Let's let the people across the state raise this awareness up. And so we're, we're going to put, file an amendment for this religious liberty. Can I, can yeah, I give that now? Absolutely. Okay. It says the, we're going to ask this to be added to the platform, this wording right here. The Missouri Republican Party supports the free exercise of religion and opposes any attempt by public officials to issue any order that has the effect of limiting or prohibiting a religious group or their place of worship from holding religious service or meetings. I mean, we watched this just a few years ago all across the country, even 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 in the Midwest where they were shutting down churches and saying, nope, you can't come and worship together. And, and we're, we're seeing that over and over again. And we have to do something about it. You know, this unfortunately there's lobbyists every day from the pharmaceutical companies that are wanting to prevent this, but this is our opportunity to across the state to have our voices be heard and to elevate these issues. Absolutely. Uh, what other, what other parts of the platform do you want to see updated? Well, we have one on uh, medical freedom, which, which kind of goes in line with this and then, and then education. Maybe I'll, I'll skip to the uh, education one next. And, and here's my question. So let's say, you know, we get to the caucus, you, you vote on president who, when you, who, who says, I want to, I want to change the state platform. How's the, like, just give us the insight on the process. Can anybody just raise their hand and say, I've, I've got something I want to see passed. Absolutely. That's all it has to be is typed, typed out, written with your contact information on, on the form that will be submitted. It can be just a blank piece of paper that you type out with what you want added to the platform. With that, you'll put your contact information. You'll sign it. You'll stand up when we're at the time to uh, go through this process. You'll stand up to be recognized by the chair. You'll advance to the microphone. You'll present your amendment. Then if there's a p- opposing uh, any ideas or someone who has an opposing opposition to this, they'll be given, I think, three minutes and then for a total of a six minutes that can be gone forth, back and forth debated. And then it'll be for a vote. So it's a relatively short period of time. So anybody can do it. Uh, all right. Talk to us about this education portion. Because that's that I feel like that of all the issues. And when I was in, in the Missouri legislature, we were really excited. You know, we passed a big tax cut. We have the big abortion bill. Education is one that I feel like every year the Republican Party bangs their head against the wall. They, they maybe make the smallest incremental process. But then we look around the country. We see these states with very conservative governors that are just forging ahead, outdoing us. It's one of the things that I think the next executive is a real opportunity to, to, to be a big change maker on. Sure. And so this one is kind of birthed right here in the Ozarks. Uh, we watch what's going on in the Springfield public school districts. And so, uh, Dr. Mary Byrne, uh, she put a lot of input on this. And so here's what she's, she's going to present this amendment 
on uh, Saturday. And it starts out where the education of Missouri's children is the first fiscal priority mandated in the Missouri Constitution. The Missouri Constitution stipulates that education in this state is provided freely to students for the purpose of teaching students how to govern themselves and assert their rights, acknowledge their duties, and proclaim the principles on which our government is founded. So due to excessive interference and misguided objectives by the government and other special interest groups, this goal has been hindered and educational outcomes have declined. Control must be returned to parents who have the natural right to authority over how their children are educated. Therefore, the Missouri Republican Party supports an elimination of the U.S. Department of Education and returning the authority over schools to parents and school boards to make determinations regarding educational issues, requiring all external sources of funding, including private grants, to the state and or district must be approved by a vote of the people. Repealing the Outstanding Schools Act and reverting the role of the Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education to its original role in supporting locally elected school boards. Yeah, that's one of the problems uh, in this. And, and I think this is one of the things that I want to give a big shout out to local conservatives is that we spent a lot of years focused on the president, the Senate, Congress, and we sort of forgot about the locally elected people. And that that is something that over the past few years, whether it's Mariam Mahamakani or or uh, Steve Mikowski, Kelly Byrne, Landon McCarter, Ch- we've seen a, a group of people say, you know what, we're going to focus on getting that school board back. And I think we saw it especially get bad during COVID. They said, we want to go back there and we want to take over. And especially as, as we hate seeing these mandates come down from DESE or the National Education um the local school board matters. And, and, you know, you and I talked about this off air, but not only does local school board matter, the next thing we got to focus on is city council because we have been lackadaisical as conservatives here in Springfield in focusing on those local organizations. All we want to do is try to change the world with our big macro plans on president, but we forgot about the local. And I think I'm glad to see the local conservatives starting to remember how important that is. Absolutely. And then uh, the, the next one would be about our local law enforcement and the idea of a constitutional sheriff and our sheriff's offices would be protected by the Constitution. Right now, the provision for sheriffs is only in the state statutes. And it wasn't too many years ago that there was a move to eliminate the office of sheriff totally altogether. Uh, talking about defunding the police. you know that that was you know popular with some groups you know 15 years ago and this needs to be protected our constitutional sheriff does need to be protected and that's why we're asking for this to be amended and supported by the republican party and that would be a constitutionally protected office of law enforcement you know and that's a really interesting one because especially if you look at the bulwark of sheriffs around the country especially on the issues of of border patrol um, and the issues of of gun control. Sheriffs have been on the front lines of both of those issues when the Democrats and the national government tried to either, you know, create sanctuary cities, uh, failure to, to secure the southern border, or on gun control to pass this national gun legislation and then watch local sheriffs say, you know, we're not going to enforce that in our community. You know, and Highway 44, unfortunately, or fortunately, I mean, we're glad that we live here, but it has become a highway for these immigrants, you know, that are coming through. 
So, so the guy who just, you know, fortunately murdered that student, that nursing student there in Georgia, he entered through Texas, gets arrested in New York. What's the chances that he drove right here through Lawrence County, (laughs) Greene County, Webster County? So when I'm talking to Sheriff Brad DeLay, we need sheriffs and we need for them to have all the rights and authority that they need to protect us. I say this all the time to, to candidates running statewide here in Missouri is that any conversation about crime in Missouri has to start with conversation about the border because especially 44, that is the drop off spot for fentanyl all across the state. It's the number one killer of young people today in the state of Missouri is fentanyl and it's all coming across the southern border and it's coming across our highways and if we don't get a a you know every state at this point is a border state you want to talk about problems with crime it all starts with our southern border absolutely and and then so you're talking you're talking about the health and so I'll maybe just segue to our last one that that I'm I'm supporting here in trying to get through our Green County caucus and that's a, a health fr- uh, health care freedom uh, amendment to our platform and that would be where every citizen has the right to choose and the right to refuse any kind of unwanted medical treatment and that the doctor patient relationship would be s- sacrosanct and that that should be free from interference from the federal or state government so we're asking that the republican party would would support to allow every missourian the right to refuse intervention upon his or her person and prohibit the state in any political subdivision of the state including schools and institutions of higher education from passing or implementing any law order ordinance regulation or public policy that mandates coerces or infringes upon that individual right to refuse any treatment or any type of device or face covering or whatever there would be, including injections and vaccines and to protect the Missouri citizens right to be informed about exposure to MRNA and any other gene-altering therapy and medical technology or treatment. Now, uh, Carrie, tell us a little bit. You're part of Freedom Principle. What What is Freedom Principle? FreedomPrincipleMo.org. We're, we're a group here statewide. We go to the state capitol on, on a monthly basis. Uh, we're involved in local races. Um, on the state level, we watch what legislation is advancing through the state, and we help sponsor, we, we help call and promote we get people to go and to testify at the hearings in Jeff City. Uh, and then we keep the scorecards on how our elected officials are doing. So really, it's an instrument of government by the people. And we like to involve our community in this. Because if anything's going to change, it's going to be up to us, just as it was for our founding fathers, to establish this great nation. Uh, if people want to find out more about the organization you're a part of, how do they do that? Uh, it's real easy, freedompriciplemo.org. Uh, there's contact information, just just real simple. Just go to the bottom of our homepage, and you'll find out how to connect with us. We have a link on there for the caucus. If you want to know where to go to your caucus, uh, some information on it, it's there. And we welcome you and, and would like for you to consider joining our group uh, to be part of the voice of Missourians that are representing uh, representative in their government. Very good. Caucus is Saturday. If you don't know where it is, you can go to the Missouri GOP website. It has all the information right there. You can pick your president. You can also help create the state platform. And like you said, give our legislators something to base their votes against when they're up in Jefferson City, not just whoever walked into their office that day and hands them a piece of paper. So, uh, Kerry Wells, Freedom 
freedomprincipalmo.org. Thanks so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to wrap up the show for today, preview a little bit of tomorrow. Stick around for that.